Are you a trauma dumper? Or maybe there's someone in your life that's trauma dumping on you. And if so, then what is he supposed to do about that? I will warn you right now, even though I'm the age of 39, the word dump still makes me giggle in this episode. So <laughs> that is how we are starting things out with Leah, our therapist friend for this week of October the 17th. Hello. Hi, my name's Kramer and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. What's up? Yeah, welcome to Certified Mama's Boy. This is a daily podcast to do with my mom, in case you're new. Three principles, live, laugh, love your mom. That means we live our lives out loud, we laugh a lot, and we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. Well, I got a letter from the IRS on mm. Friday. Oh. <laughs> it's it's going to be, hopefully, the conclusion to our tax story, okay? Hopefully, this will mm. be the last installment you'll have to get of the stupid tax saga that never seems to end ever, okay? Let's hear um, it. We are, I checked my UPS, what is it called? Digest. You know what I'm talking about? Our USPS uh-huh. Digest, uh-huh. where every day they send you a uh, like a scan of what mail is going to be coming that day. You mean and USPS? I saw, yeah, USPS. Yeah. And I got a, saw a friggin' letter from the IRS coming and I was like, <laughs> no, not this. Like, I know exactly that stupid little logo in the corner. I'm like, I've gotten so many letters from the IRS this year. It's just been insane. So mm-hmm. I'm kind of like dreading it because I'm like, what's what's the issue here, right? Mm-hmm. And I go down to my mailbox later that afternoon, open it up, and it's like, hey, just FYI, somebody's logged into your account online. Just wanted to let oh. you know. <laughs> so all oh. it was was because I did have to go pull some of my tax stuff for who I thought may have to file my taxes this year. Uh-huh. And uh, <laughs> that was the only notification, though. Just let, let me know Ooh. that somebody had logged into my account. If that wasn't me, then, you know, I need to, to give them a call. So mm-hmm. whew, that was fine. Yes. Luckily, though, I did get – my final tax return back for my shady ass tax guy Thursday after we finished recording. So that part feels really good. Uh, I just yeah. have to kind of like cross my fingers and hope that everything was right. Uh, yes. I don't know, but <laughs> we're just going to hope that everything uh, worked out, worked out right for that. Um, so I literally, he sent it to me. I signed everything. I sent it back. I don't see as of right now, because today technically is my, tax return day it's due by today so uh-huh. i he has until the end of the day today to actually upload the paperwork and everything so hopefully it's done but now get this situation mm. gets a little trickier so uh-uh. about an hour later i get another email from him it is an invoice for 635 dollars no. <laughs> no just no Actually, let me pull this up. Let me let me for our no. conversation piece. Let me just pull this up. Mm-mm. No. Uh, yeah, invoice. It's, it's from from Ken Davis's invoice. Um, mm. He just so we know, because remember I told you I wasn't sure how much he charges me. He charged me nine hundred and fifty dollars for this. Okay. Oh God. So actually, sorry, nine hundred eighty-five dollars total that you'd already paid. I have an e-service uh, e-file service fee as well. So nine hundred eighty-five dollars. Mm. Hmm. Uh, so I, uh, hmm. I was like, wait a minute. It says he took off, by the way, he took off $300 <laughs> as a courtesy refund. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so he's like, you only owe me $335. And I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. 
And I spent literally the rest of Thursday night going through all my banking. I actually called my bank and was like, my CPA says I didn't send him a check back in June mm-hmm. uh, or end of May, but I'm pretty sure I did. Is there anybody can pull it? So they actually sent me a copy of the check where I sent him $635, which is what he was actually requesting in the first place before he gave me this BS refund. So I've already paid him now. I already paid yeah. the dude. And now he's asking for more money. And I'm like, how? Like, what? Why? I'm what? so messed up. <laughs> what? Why? Uh-uh. So Mm-mm. I haven't sent it back to him yet, but I just need to get my, I, I will send it back to him actually when we're done recording today because I just need him to see that I've literally paid every single penny and we are done. Like, this needs to just be upload the paperwork and let's just hope the next seven years nothing goes wrong with my taxes. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> now, then, do you want to wait until you know he's filed it before you do that? Uh, Maybe. I think I would. I think maybe. I would wait. That's actually kind of smart. That's a good yeah. idea, mom. I didn't, didn't really think about that. Yeah. Uh, until wait till he is verification that he's done it. Yeah, and then and then bring mm-hmm. it. I don't know. If, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know if he's and like and the back the back of the check was signed. They sent me a copy of the check. It was signed. Everything was done. I don't know if a guy has dementia. I don't know. I have no idea. But mm. I'm just very happy to say like that is mm. that is done. That is done. Yes. Um, let's talk about Halloween for a second. We're getting up close to our. Halloween season, mm-hmm. what, two weeks, I guess? Yeah, two mm-hmm. weeks from today. Least favorite holiday of the year. It's your least favorite one? Yes, I don't like Halloween. Why? I just don't know. I think it's just nonsense. <laughs> Why nonsense? <laughs> Why nonsense? Ne- what about never it? I never liked nonsense? it. I really didn't like it when I was a kid, but I liked it when you all were growing up because it was fun for y'all to dress up and y'all got so excited, but. No, I don't like it. Mm-mm. Yeah, I feel like we weren't really um, we weren't really big in Halloween, and mm-hmm. I just recently, I guess, I'm kind of catching up to speed on Halloween because I feel like we didn't really do a lot. Mm-mm. And my just my ex wife went trick or treating. That was it. Yeah, but that was about it. Like we didn't really do anything spooky, scary, you know, anything mm-hmm. like that. So, like, if, if you know, too, I feel like I've missed out on <laughs> a lot of <laughs> life. I think my mom put me in a bubble between the age of like six <laughs> and. 23 and I just, there's so many things you guys talk about that I've never experienced before. And so I went back this weekend and cause I went to run the, the 5k, which we'll talk about in a minute. And it was so literally like exhausting that I, I literally, no joke. This is no joke. I took three naps on Saturday. I've never taken oh, three gosh. naps before in my life. Oh my gosh. But I literally woke up from my first nap after the run and I was like, mm, I like, get up and peed and I was like, I'm kind of still tired. Like and I went back to bed and then I woke up and I, started watching movies and then I literally like maybe like three hours went back to bed. I was so tired, so tired this weekend. Um, so I, uh, started watching the Halloween series. I told you guys I was going to start watching that one. Am I, have you watched the Halloween series before? No, I don't like that stuff. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I, I did. Now this is not for some, some clarification. This is the Michael Myers. Um, <laughs> uh, I know I get my Halloween spooky guys mixed up, but oh, I went back and I that, watched. That's not the spooky one. No, it is. But people, I, oh, I can yeah. never remember which one. Jason, Freddie, oh, yeah. Michael Myers. I forget like Ooh. which character goes with which series. So yeah, Michael Myers. Okay. Now let's talk about Halloween for a second. E- e- easiest plot line in the history of time. Like mm-hmm. literally has nothing at all that goes into it other than it starts. The movie starts. And this is a 30, you know, 40 year old spoiler alert. If you've never seen this movie, um, <laughs> literally the movie just starts. And like this, this kid's like bad. And then, like, it's just accepted that he's bad. It's just accepted that he, like, went to an insane asylum 
and then he's just bad and nobody really knows why he's bad maybe he's haunted by this this stuff from the past maybe it's like I, it was very simplistic and let's be honest about halloween because i liked it i did like it but halloween if you haven't seen it recently i really challenge you to go back and watch this halloween season it moves so slow oh, no. <laughs> it moves like literally i was thinking about like there like in this movie is it maybe one or two people die maybe one or two people Ooh. and the rest of them like, like in modern day horror movies like 26 people die you know what i mean like every <laughs> yeah. 10 minutes somebody's getting like <laughs> yeah everybody's getting slashed like it's just one after another <laughs> this one literally we spent most of the time watching jamie lee curtis and her friend just kind of i don't know be bopping around and <laughs> it literally just i was like man this is so insanely different and i guess back in the day mom it didn't really i think what's happened is that over time we've had to make movies you know if we, like if one person died in 1978 when the movie first came out i mean mm -hmm. they've had to, to, to up the ante a yeah. Lot. Oh, yeah. It's a so lot. much. There's so much more sensationalism now. It's crazy. So I, I, I liked the first Halloween. I thought it was a good mm -hmm. movie. I get it. I see why it was like a big thing. I approved Halloween mm -hmm. too. Okay. I liked it. It was good. I liked it. Mm -hmm. wasn't uh, It wasn't a scary, but uh, it made sense. It picked up right where the second one left off. I'm not necessarily as good running. Th Mom, this second one was based in a hospital. Just FYI, yeah. uh, it was fine. It was. It was. Mm -hmm. It was about as slow as the first one, but it felt uh -huh. very much. True to life, the, to the second one. Mm -hmm. Then we get to the third Halloween. And I don't know what in the world. I guess you don't know there are 11 Halloweens, okay? So, oh, jeez. I didn't watch all of them, by the way. I only got through oh, most gosh. of the first five. Uh. Um, second Halloween, literally hospital fine. Third Halloween, I don't know what in the world happened. <laughs> but I actually, I, I wanted to go read up on this because as I'm watching, I'm like, why is, why is Michael Myers not in this movie at all like i'm watching i'm watching like it's a super campy 80s horror movie it almost <laughs> reminded me of like tales from the crypt kind of cheesy mm. and i'm like why in the world in case and you're trying to remember which one's which this is the one where all of a sudden all these kids are buying these halloween masks and you know there's something going on with these masks and this guy had guy disappears and uh, spoiler alert but these masks basically turn on the kids eventually and it's just it was oh, really no. it was really it was super hokey but like Michael, but had nothing to do, nothing. Like Jamie Lee Curtis, not in it. Uh, nothing to do with Michael Myers. Never, that didn't mention it. Did not mention it at all. So I'll give you a little fun fact about Halloween because I know this is exactly why he came to this podcast. Is <laughs> they thirty year thirty years too late to talking about movies? I guess the creators thought what they wanted to do was create like an anthology of, of like different scary events that were going to be based around the night of Halloween. Yeah. So. After the second one, they were like, okay, we're, we're, we're good with that story. Let's move on to the next storyline, which is going to be about these scary Halloween masks. And I guess people went to the theaters and they were like, what the hell? Like I was, I was like, what the hell? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's a fine cheese, super cheesy horror movie, but, uh, where's Michael Myers? Like, I don't understand. It's like a totally different brand now. I don't get it. <laughs> so from there on out, the rest of them, they went back to Michael Myers and just continued that storyline. Um, four slept through most of it. Five slept through most of it. So <laughs> I couldn't tell that you. That was your about last nap while you but were watching. That is, yeah, that was your uh thirty year too late movie review for, of Halloween <laughs> one through five. 
the parts that I actually stayed awake in. So you're welcome. <laughs> Mom, like, when do you feel like you got to give something up? And I'm sure you went through a phase like this. I'm just not sure if I'm there yet or not. Because I think we all, as we start to age, like I'll be 40 next year, right? Like, I ran a 5K this weekend. And I don't know that I'll ever quite recover. <laughs> like, I feel like as you get to a certain age, like you just, every time that like you do something hard, you never get back to, it's almost like an iPhone battery. You know what I mean? Like every time you charge it, it like gets a little bit less and a little bit less capacity and a little bit less capacity to where you're just like, I don't know that I can do this anymore. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. So I went to run for Johns Hopkins Children's Center, which was mm-hmm. great. And, you know, it's for the kids and it's, it's always really tough because you meet a lot of families who have lost their kids and those situations mm. are always obviously super oh, sad. Oh, so sad. Uh, but then we, we all, everybody ran and it was, it's a big running festival. Apparently it's like, like attendance wise, it's like right under the Boston marathon. So really? it's like, yeah, it's like a big, it's like a big wow. deal in the running world. This Baltimore running festival they put on. Wow. Um, so I'm running this 5K and I'm running it with this girl that she works for Johns Hopkins and she's 29, by the way. Mm-hmm. And we ran it together last year and she, like last year, I kept up pretty okay. 38-year-old me kept up with 28-year-old her pretty well. Uh-huh. This year, honest to God, if she wasn't there, I probably would have walked, walked half the thing. Like, <laughs> my... Like, my ability to run has decreased immensely in the past 365 days. I just don't know, like, as I'm, I'm thinking, like, because today I'm sore as hell. Like, afterwards, I went down to the hot tub and I, like, just, like, soaked my legs. I'm like, man, this is, this is a lot. Um, I, I just don't know, Mom. Like, for example, you played tennis for a long time. Until the day before you were born, competitively. And, yeah. And so why did you feel like you had to give it up? Like, when do you know, like, you've got to give, you got to give something up? Well, I didn't give it up socially, but to play in Alta and all that stuff I did because it's just, it's just too much to keep up with because then I had two kids instead of one. Um, but you physically could do it though. But physically I could do it. Yeah. Physically I could. Um, and then I could just, you do it today, honestly, you think? I don't know. I, you know, I don't know. Probably not. Probably I just wouldn't don't know. Have the, I probably wouldn't have the stamina to do it because, yeah. you know, it's like anything. You have to keep it up. I mean, right. you were running more last year, so it was easy. Yeah, I was running. I was running you know? three, four days a week last year, and now I'm running yeah. like maybe two, two to three days a week. Yeah, um, yeah. So you have to I'm keep not, it up, or, or it's hard, or you can't just yeah. go out there and do it and, and yeah. be as competitive as you were before. Yeah, you just have to keep it up. And I don't know that there's a quote unquote age. I think your body. I think you need to listen to your body though, because your body will tell you. But if you enjoy running and your body enjoys running, which I don't think most people that run really enjoy it, but that's just my opinion, um, you know, you can, you know, you can keep going. But if not, find something else that you enjoy because the only exercise that you really do is the ones that you are the ones you enjoy. Maybe that's what it is. (laughs) I was like, I'm not, I am not enjoying that. But you didn't see like a, as I was like noticing, you didn't really see. Like a lot of, I don't want to say like older, but like, you know, like 10 years, my senior right out there. You know what I mean? Right. Because they don't you enjoy it see- anymore. <laughs> yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I just don't, I don't know. Like, when does it become 
Like you just can't, can't quite do it. Yeah. Like you used to kind of attitude, you know, (laughs) that's just what I kept looking at. I was like, because I remember dad, like dad eventually had to stop playing golf. Right. Yeah. And when was that? He hurt his back. He hurt his back? Yeah. I guess he, I guess he was in his fifties. And like when, like when, about what age was that? In his fifties. Okay. So that's no excuse. (laughs) I'm like, tell me it was was age 40. No. Because that'd be great. And I have an excuse to say, I guess I should stop running. (laughs) No, he hurt his back and then he really had a hard time after that playing. Yeah. That was 50 though. Yeah. But I got, I got 10 years on that. (laughs) You know, that's why, that's why I still do yoga or any kind of stretching exercises because honestly, that's what I love to do. You know, it makes my body right. feel good. It makes me feel good. And I enjoy walking. I've always enjoyed walking. So I walk, but don't ask me to jog. Don't ask me <laughs> to run. No, I have Not no happening. interest. I have no interest in that. I never have. All right. I know. Um, I, I me, think I want just, to like to run. And everybody keeps yeah. telling me this is what happened. I don't know if, if you, any of you runners, maybe you either A, have heard this before, even if you're not a runner, or maybe if you're a runner, you can attest to this. Like everyone's like, man, you'll just keep going a little bit further. Like you're almost there. Uh-huh. Like mile uh-huh. four is like where it's uh-huh. like all of a sudden you just, like you can just keep going forever. And I'm like, and you're I in this barely, state of euphoria where yeah, you just runner's high. Like, just you're, you're, so like, automatic on runner's high. If you'll just run just a little bit more, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. want to. <laughs> like, I am not interested in doing that at all, to be honest with you. So, like, it's not. But they do say that, that if you walk fast, that it's as good for your heart. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I don't think so, I'm there. I, I know you're not worried I'm. about your heart. <laughs> I'm not really at power walking to age yet. yet either. I'm, I'm, I'm somewhere between running and power walking. I'm not quite sure what that means. Maybe I'm just a jogger. Maybe I'll just jogger. Yeah, I'll just be a jogger, be a jogger just, when you're forty. Just do that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, mom. Let's get to our quote for today. Okay, it's Maya Angelou. I not only have the right to stand up for myself, but I have the responsibility. I can't ask somebody else to stand up for me if I won't stand up for myself. And once mm. you stand up for yourself, you'd be surprised that people say, can I be of help? Mm. So that's true. You know, so so many times, like, I mean, I remember a time in my life when I was afraid to speak up <clears throat> about a, a psychological evaluation I had that I didn't agree with, but I was afraid what to speak you, up. Wait, but, what do you mean? That's, that's pretty, that's pretty vague. Yeah. What do you mean? So, you know, when I was, when I had my psychological um, evaluation for ordination, uh, the psychologist that interviewed me was a mean, bitter old woman. And I knew from the get go, she didn't like me. You know, I just had that feeling. Yeah. Anyway, she denied me. Because she said that my Rorschach test, which they don't even give anymore, it's that ink blot thing, <laughs> revealed that I have um, uh, a problem with death and that she predicted that I may be suicidal. Suicidal. What? Yeah, that was so insane what to you, me. That's wild. Why? Mm-hmm. I don't get it. So, yeah. So when I read that, I mean, she read it in front of me, of course. Yeah. I said, no, that's not true. It's not true. Don't send that to the diocese. I'm not signing the release because it's not true. 
And she said, well, if you don't sign the release, you know, you can't continue. I said, well, I don't believe it's true of me, so I'm not signing it. So, of course, then I go and boohoo to Joel, you know, our priest. And he said, oh, no, hell no, we're fighting that. And he called the bishop right away and said, look, this is nonsense. I've known this woman for, you know, 15 years, 20 years, however long it had been at that point. There's no way. There's no way. Anyway, long story short, um, we did end up getting her fired. And so many other priests and candidates for the priesthood came out and said she had denied them as well. And guess what? They were all females. All females. So I'm so glad they fired her. They fired her from being one of the, you know, psychologists. And you were the first person to speak up about it? Yes. And people came out of the word work from like 10 years before that had been denied because of this crazy woman. But they were all females. She had no appreciation for women in the priesthood, obviously. Um. She denied every one of them. And priest called and said they couldn't believe their candidate got denied, you know, that she was superior, blah, blah, blah. But this woman denied her. And so that was the end of it. Um, oh, geez. Yeah, that was a horrible, That's, horrible Wait, I don't even remember what our quote is anymore after all this. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> it's about what? basically standing up standing for yourself. Standing up for yourself. If you yeah. don't stand up for yourself, you can't expect anyone else to stand yeah. up for you. It's true. And it's hard, y'all. Me. It's so hard. But it's then so you'd hard. be surprised of how many people come forward when you do and say, oh, my God, that was my experience, but I was afraid to speak up. I know. And I, y'all, I, I, I had a, a moment last week. I was telling my story about what happened to me in San Diego. And every time I tell it, I always get this sense of like, I don't know, guilt yeah. that comes over me Yeah, because I did stand up for myself and it yeah. obviously didn't pan out well in that situation at all. Yeah. Uh, but I almost wonder, like, if I did come forward and say something, um, would it, would it do any, like, like, would it, would it have changed anything? Would it, you know. Would I get the same kind of response that you did? You stood up mm. and you spoke out and mm. and look what happened. Like mm-hmm. so many people got a chance to, you know, mm-hmm. to do what they want, you know, what they, they felt they were called to do. Yes. And I'm afraid by me not ever saying anything, am I just I don't know. Uh, yeah. allowing allowing that kind of behavior to happen again. Yeah. Yeah. Because unfortunately, and fortunately, (laughs) I am strong enough and brave enough to do it and to deal with the aftermath. And like, Mm -hmm. but I just don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, you never know how it's going to go. I mean, I remember saying to Joel, no, I'm not going to do all that. I'm not going through all that. It's just not worth it. I mean, I really don't need to be ordained to do when I believe God is calling me to do in the world, you know, no. And he was like, no, (laughs) yes, you are because she's wrong. She's wrong. And yes, we are going to fight it. And he really encouraged me to, to move ahead. And I'm so glad I did. 
only because of how many other people came forward. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Then can, you know, move ahead, but I don't know if it would help me. You know, I really don't know if it helped me or not. I don't know. I don't know if the yeah. truth would really, you know, mm-hmm. change anything. Mm-hmm. Well, you're in a different industry. I mean, that, that yeah. was <laughs> radio is much was, different than the church. <laughs> that was in the church. And you would hope that the church would have more compassion and be more understanding, even though yeah. they were always. Um, or I feel like radio would be like, well, and radio. Like, get over sorry, it. Sorry, buddy. Kid. We've got ratings, you know? Get over it, kid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> move on. Um, we've all just yeah, got to move, move on. on. I don't know. I've, I've <laughs> almost put it to rest, but I'm just like, man. Ugh, I just feel sick sometimes. I didn't speak out. I just do. I just feel, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, would it, would it help somebody else? I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Today's podcast is brought to you by Cozy Earth Sheets. Man, it's the best part of the weekend. Five Halloween movies slept me. Mm-hmm. I think the reason I slept through the last two was that, well, number one, they were kind of boring, but number two, I was so comfortable. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Cozy Earth Sheets. If you don't have some of these yet, please get this while you got some opportunity to have them. Like, let's spoil yourself for a second. You deserve these. You absolutely deserve these. Uh, the, you know, Cozy Earth Sheets, they are made from bamboo. They're different than any of the sheets you've ever slept on. I mean, I would assume because I've never slept on anything like this before. It is the softest. I'm, let me rub them really quick so I can just describe them to you. <laughs> the way they like, because I record right by my bed because not we have a real podcasting studio. Right there. Uh, I'm one step from actually recording in my bed, so at least we're out of bed. Um, they're just like so. Just oh, they even like shimmer a little bit. They're so soft. God, I love these sheets. They've got a brand new color too. It's like uh, they've got the, the, the basic neutrals you would expect. They also just added navy and they added an olive color. Could be perfect for your bedroom. This is your sign. It's time to upgrade your sheets and you can do it for 40% off. Plus, these are not some kind of janky sheets. Not only they're so comfortable, they're going to last you 10 years because they're going to come with a warranty and a 100-night sleep guarantee. So you'll sleep on these things for 100 nights and if you don't like them, Send them back, okay? CozyEarth.com. Your promo code for this is Kramer40. Kramer40 at CozyEarth.com. Also, today's podcast is brought to you by Athletic Greens and AG1. Um, Literally use this product every day. Started taking AG1 because I was having some poop issues, (laughs) for lack of better terms. And I just wanted to figure it out. I couldn't really quite get to the bottom of it. And so I had heard about them from another podcast, started trying it, loved it. Now they're a sponsor on our podcast as well. Mom, you started taking, you wanted more energy. Right. Or to sleep better. You want to sleep better. I forgot. You wanted to be, Uh yours was like, that's one thing that I mentioned. more energy in the afternoon. Yeah. 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 And? It works. It works. So yes, I sleep so much better and- I don't get that, you know, slump in the sure. afternoon, three o'clock, where I just want to go take a nap. No more. Mm-mm. And be careful when high- you take it because it does give you energy. <laughs> you know, my mom swears she's taking it first cool. thing in the morning, or else. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> 75. one night I did it late, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. Sorry. So, 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, <laughs> source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogen to start your day out right. And right now, you can reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you got to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash Kramer. Again, it's athleticgreens.com slash Kramer. Take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. 
All right, certified fans, what's up? <laughs> How we doing? How we feeling? Do we certified have any fan. new ones yet? We don't. It's been a Uh-oh. very slow month, Mother. It's been Uh-oh. a very slow month. Come on, um, we only need three. I know you're out there. I know. Um, Come forward. I am. <laughs> uh, yeah, I. Uh, two things about certified. First off, these are people that that donate uh, a couple of dollars a month. And I actually, let me just get serious about certified fans for a second. Uh, one thing that you do get uh, access to if you become a certified fan is a certified fans Facebook page. It's like it's you know only, um, only for certified fans. Uh, Mom, did you, did you see this message from last week from Thursday night? Mm, I didn't sure. know. By the way, you could post anonymously on here, huh? and this is like what I love about this page is because it's like so supportive. I'm just gonna read this message, and I, honestly, I don't know who it's from. Um, because I don't like, I don't, it, I didn't know you could post anonymously in the group on our fan page. Yeah. Apparently you can somehow you can post, it just oh. says group member and it oh. says, hi to my certified family. I'm asking you for prayers this evening. My husband of 16 oh. years wants a divorce. I had to leave this evening with our two babies with mm-hmm. nothing, but what I had packed in their diaper bags from earlier today. Luckily our teenage son is at his cousins tonight, but I have no idea what I'm going to tell him when I pick him up tomorrow. I have no idea what to do. I'm just sitting in my car crying while our baby sleeps and I have no idea what to do. I did see that and I did respond to it. Yeah. It's so many others did. Yeah. So and many others the did. The amount of you guys that like reached out, you know, and like said, sent kind words or just love mm. and prayers or anything else. Like mm. that's what I'm so mm. happy about this podcast mm-hmm. is like, we have honestly such a good group of people that we just love and support one another. There's just genuine, and like we don't even know each other, but for some reason yeah. we're all here. We're all connected. You have to admit, like it's not. I don't think it's a coincidence that we're all here. I really don't. No. I think the fact that we, specifically this group, yeah, is all here listening to this podcast is not a coincidence. I think we're all here to kind of help each other in one way or another. Mm-hmm. So I don't know anything about you. Um, and I don't know who you are, where you live or what, if things have gotten better or not, but I thought we'd dedicate the show to you and I don't even Mm. know if it's a whoop whoop, but Mm. it's more of a, is we love you and Mm. we're here for you. And I can't imagine, you know, what that must, I mean, I remember the feeling of what it feels like when all of a sudden, like you're like, oh my God, like I'm getting a divorce Yeah, Uh, and it's, it's sickening alone. But then, you know, when uh, I don't know, obviously we don't know the whole situation, but, um, Mm-hmm. We're just thinking about you. And if there's anything we can do, obviously, mm-hmm. just let us know because I don't know anything else about you because I can't reach out because it's a private member. I don't know who that is. I have no idea. Right. And we don't so. even need to know. We're just there for you and we're praying for good things to to happen for you. Yeah. So that's yeah. that's all it's been about certified fans. Like I'm not going to mm-hmm. ask you to join today. It's just more of like, mm-hmm. thank you for those that do take the time mm-hmm. and are part of this group because it is there is something really special about it that it I've never seen. With anything else. So mm-hmm. just thank you for being a part of it for those that do. The best. Um, all right. I I would like to say this really quick too. Mom, I'll have you here. I guess mm-hmm. Braves lost, Padres won. It was a big mm-hmm. baseball weekend for both sides, mm-hmm. both Atlanta listeners and San Diego mm-hmm. listeners. Braves uh, any lost, words? Phillies won, Dodgers lost, Padres won. Any uh any words about about uh, about the Braves losing? Well, you know, it was sad. I hated listening to the last interviews. But honestly, I mean, everyone deserves a chance. So I'm um, 
<laughs> I'm pulling for the Padres. There you go. On this podcast, yeah. that's probably the right answer. That's probably the yeah. right answer. All my San Diego folks. Oh, yeah, I'm there with you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. I think we can all bandwagon that now, right? Can we all get on San Diego's team now? I think I don't think anybody, <laughs> any of our major cities have any another another dog in the race right now. So <laughs> anybody for the I'm Dodgers? About, <laughs> I'm a, maybe, about an hour and a half from not. Philly, but I'm a <laughs> no way. San Diego, baby. All right, mom. That's gonna do it for you today. I love you. Okay, honey. Love you forever. All right, Mental Health Monday. This is where my friend Leah Aguirre hops on here. She's a therapist, and I'm a guy with a lot of mental issues. (laughs) Uh, We go well together. It's like peanut butter and jelly, really. We call this Mental Health Monday. That We just talk about anything you may talk about in therapy or just about mental health in general. I've never heard the term trauma dumping, but my my true 12-year-old self, the word anyone says dump, it still sounds funny to me. Uh, (laughs) What? I love recording days. They're the best. Thir- Thirteen going on. Thirteen going on. Zero. Thirteen going on twelve. Forty going on thirteen. Um, You're forty, right? Thirty-nine. Jill. Thirty-nine. Um, what is trauma dumping? What is it? I don't know. What is it? You wrote the you wrote the article, not me. <laughs> so trauma dumping is when someone shares, like overshares too much information about their past trauma, mental health. So mm. essentially it's you are dumping on a person without them consenting or being in a space where they're ready to hear that information or hold space for you or give me an example. Like like for example, there's a mutual friend, I'm using this, a mutual friend of um of mine who I remember this is like a few years ago. We were on our way in a lift somewhere to we like lived nearby one another and they shared a lot of information about like a past trauma after me not knowing them very long. And mm-hmm. it just felt a you don't know me. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm a therapist. I am not going to share that information with other people and I'm not going, you know, like I'll hold space, but it also was felt very inappropriate timing wise. And I don't think they meant it. It's, it's not always the conscious thing where someone's trying to do it, but sometimes things are said at an inappropriate place or time where maybe there's not, there's no privacy. Maybe that person, you don't know them very well, or maybe oh, that God. person's not a safe person. You I know? wonder if, I, if I'm a trauma dumper now, honestly. Because <laughs> like now you're, on, now you're on, gonna start spiraling. Well, like okay, so what's what would you say the tra- what would you say the difference is between like being vulnerable and transparent versus being a trauma dumper? So that's because what I talk. Yeah, I like sometimes I would get go. This is like back when I used to date. <laughs> I I'm so open. I you know me like this. Mm-hmm. Like, I might be I might be a podcast trauma dumper. Oh my god. Oh my god. Um, but like I go on a first date and I'd be like, okay, tell me about all your last relationships and I want to know, I'm going to tell you like why I got divorced and like why I was so sad and like my drug use and I'm going to talk about how terrible you my it life on the first was. date? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I go so, deep. So I, I, think I it, find it really boring. I find like the, oh, what's your favorite movie? <laughs> like I don't like that But stuff. you can talk about past relationships without sharing all the intimate details. Oh, no, I get, you get everything on date number one with me. This is the thing, though, is that this is my, is, this is my life. Like, this is what I do. Like, I'm just no, so used to being sure. like, blah, 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 blah. right. That's like your the general day to day of the work yeah, that you do, right. right? 
No, and I I hear that. And I I mean, I I all of my friends, like I've shared this multiple times, we're all in this field, we're all social workers and mental health providers. So we all talk about our anxiety and our trauma and we're very sure. like overt about it. And there's not a lot of like there's a lot of vulnerability there, we'll say. But and I think the thing is, is building a new relationship, not just not just a friendship, a platonic relationship or becoming close to a family member, even, there is a level of there does need to be a level does need to be a level of vulnerability or intimacy that's formed through sharing information or sensitive information because mm-hmm. you kind of like it helps to explain behavior it helps to build trust and connection you know to know that someone else may have experienced something similar it helps in developing relationships and having meaningful relationships however there is a time and a place and like you and I talk a lot about stuff and we're really open um, but not everyone is 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 on the same page or in a place where they can receive that information nor, or maybe even want to receive it for whatever reason. And so it's really about just being more intentional with who you share that information with. So like the first thing I talk about with clients too, is like, is this a safe person? Meaning like, are Mm. they someone like if you met them on an app and you're on a date and you're telling them all this, the very first date, like, do you know that they'll, they'll honor this information and you know what I mean? Keep between the two of you. Do we know that they'll show compassion and understanding or like, Mm. we don't know anybody. So are they safe? Like probably, and they could be a safe person, but sometimes you have to assess for a little bit longer. You have to get to know them and determine, is this person someone I can share sensitive information with? Cause they, cause otherwise they could blast you. You know what I mean? On social media, they could post your text messages. They could post your pictures, right? Like there's a level of trust that needs to be, established before doing something so intimate and vulnerable with someone else, especially if you really don't know them. So first, is it a safe person? Or in my case, Mm -hmm. anyone I'm going on a date with. Got it. (laughs) Right. What's next? The second one that I talked about, so I wrote this article on Psychology Today, which you can link if you'd like, but um, so check it out. So so timing. So like, say for example, someone is getting, like you're telling a partner something, some, something serious and they're getting ready for an interview. So they're not in a space to, to maybe be present or to Mm. validate you or to have a serious conversation. So it's really timing wise. And some, you know, it's hard to plan. There's never going to be the best time for disclosing information. Um, But sometimes if you're sharing information with someone and they're not, they're distracted or something's happening where they cannot be present or you're like at a bar, right? Like just these things where it may not be the most appropriate timing, appropriate time, timing. Oh my gosh. Appropriate time. Yeah. 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 So like, I think that's another piece is that being mindful of that too. Like I mentioned, if that person in like the Uber on a way to a brunch is like telling me all this stuff, it's like, whoa, like how do I, what can I do with that information in the six minute ride? It just felt it's hard. It's hard to know how to navigate that and respond to it. If, if the circumstances don't allow for really like a deeper conversation or a debrief, or maybe like I needed to like, what if that activated me? You know what I mean? So, um, that's another thing to think about. Is there a number three? I don't know how many numbers are in this. I'm not sure. (laughs) Well, now I'm like, I have to look at it. I'm like, I can't even think. You wrote the article. What do you need to look? Uh, There's four. There's four things. You don't even know. Expectation. (laughs) I know. I'm sorry. Well, it's fine. We we kind of did this last. It's a free podcast. This is the. Expectations. Their expectations of this podcast have dropped dramatically over the last two years. So don't worry. (laughs) It's not, not the bar but, okay, is very well, low. Speaking of expectations is expectations. So like, that's one of the things is like, what do you expect from this person? Do you want mm. them to like, 
to be able to be like, I've been there too. Like, are you expecting them to then share their intimate details of their sure. lives and past experiences? Do you expect them or do you want them to maybe like validate you and nurture you and be like comforting? Because what if someone doesn't know how to be that person? Like what if they don't mm-hmm. have the skills to be that? Or maybe they just don't feel like they know you well enough to do that or to do it in a way that you, you know, that you'll you'll appreciate or that will sure. be helpful. And then the last thing is receptivity. So like kind of similar to timing, like how receptive is that person? Like, are they kind of like, are they consenting? Like, is it within the the conversation that's going on? Like, it'd be different if you're sitting, you know, on a first date and then you're talking about like, you know, the Padres game and then you're like, so I, you know, was, was abused as a kid. Like, right. Like, I mean, like how, like how receptive <laughs> is that person going right. to be in that moment? We don't know. Cause like that, you know, like, so I think it's gauging the receptivity of the other person. Like, how um, responsive can they be? How open are they to receiving that information? Because maybe, like again, like if it was, if I wasn't in this like Uber on a way to a to a, like a meal with a bunch of friends, right? That wasn't great. Like I don't know if I could be as like responsive and in, in the most like kind, compassionate way versus if we were like you and know, house, the glass right. of wine and some exactly low yeah. music. <laughs> um, that could also be a date. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what girls do when you hang out by yourselves. I don't know. Is that what y'all do? I, I just imagine that's what's happening. Drink, watch, drink Candles, wine, wine low, low, music. low music. It's like saxophone in it somewhere. Oh my gosh. Um, that's you're, like, you're, <laughs> you're like, you're like playing with pillows. Like what yeah, you, then you have pillow fight pillow afterwards oh, and you God. cry a lot. It's just, you know, that's, that's just what I picture happening in this, yeah. in this situation. So receptivity, like as a person, like again, like on the first date, someone may not be receptive to hearing about your ex and the fallout and the divorce right yeah, away. No, a like, lot of times they're like, why are we talking about this? I'm like, I don't know what else to talk but about. It's one not- thing that they, they might do like once you then start to like connect and feel close to them, they might want, they probably, they probably might, they'll probably want to know that information and like it will, sh- it will bring you closer and they'll be receptive to it and they'll know what you need for them to comfort you in a way that's helpful. So like, that receptivity piece is really important because otherwise like you might be getting a blank stare or like I got to yeah. go. Like, you know, we don't know. Right. Leah, you have a book out that everyone should go purchase to go support Leah. Cause she's so amazing at everything she does. So the book is called the girl's guide to relationship, sexuality and consent. And you can find that on Amazon, Barnes and Noble target. Amazon's probably the easiest. Cause I think a lot of us buy most things on Amazon. So this episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
Yeah, go Padres. I don't know. There's something really magical. I, I miss uh, I miss San Diego a lot this weekend because I know the excitement you guys were going through, and I just feel very happy for you. I know that we got a lot of Padres fans that listen to this podcast, and uh, I know that uh, the team has really been exciting the last couple of years, and it's really fun for the city, and I'm sure it's just electric over there right now. So enjoy it, Braves fans. I'm so sorry. But there's, you know, here's the cool thing about baseball. There's always another season. There's always another season. And just like in life, you get back up to the plate and you bat. You know what I mean? <laughs> We're going to turn this into like a life thing. Okay? There's always next season. You can always get back up and bat again. Till tomorrow. Okay. That's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.